0: Welcome to episode six of Media Nest, the podcast where we discuss films and album recommendations each week. And I'm joined by Dylan. Hello there. And Brad. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, our film recommendation was from Dylan and it was No Country for Old Men by the Coen Brothers. And my album recommendation was this week. And that was the Fat of the Land by The Prodigy.
1: More like the there Fat of
0: your face, I've been working, I've been working on my pronounci- <laughs> pronunciation. Pronunciation, oh, I fucked it up already. Mm. Right, the, the Prodigy. The Prodigy. Prodigy.
1: Prodigy. <laughs> right, prodigy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Easy. Uh, so, Dylan, if you want to lead our film discussion this week, why did cool. you recommend this film?
2: So, I recommended this because I. In turn have been recommended this so many times like mm. i've i've seen good things about this i've watched movies with javier bardem in it and mm. everyone like the two movies i've seen him in he wasn't good <laughs> really? so have you seen yeah. skyfall see i didn't like him in skyfall and he really? was also in pirates of the caribbean
0: Oh, what one of the later ones.
2: Yeah, I didn't oh, like so I've it, I've, not, that? Seen, uh, I've yeah, not seen that. Yeah, either. don't watch it. Don't watch it. But um <laughs> yeah, but I I've been told that he's a good actor, so I I obviously wanted to see his yeah. best film. So, yeah, I chose okay. this film.
0: Fair yeah. enough.
2: So um yeah, this movie stars Javier Bardem as um the main one of the main characters. I forgot their names already.
0: Anton Chagur. Is... That's the mate. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Josh Brolin, Tommy Lee Jones and Woody Harrelson,
0: mm-hmm. among
2: other people as well. Um, So yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll start off by asking, have you guys seen this before?
0: I'll come in here because yeah. I thought I had seen this film,
2: right? Okay, yeah, <laughs> because you mentioned that you wanted to see yeah, it again.
0: Because it came out, like, I'm not sure what year it came out. 2008? Yeah, so it came out when yeah. I was younger and I think it was on TV and I was watching it and I thought I saw it. And then it turns out when I actually started watching it, I said to Brad after half an hour, I've not seen this film. Because <laughs> 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 none of the stuff okay. that I'd seen so far did I remember yeah. at all. So what I think happened was I turned it on about half an hour in and then fell asleep uh, like 50 <laughs> minutes after that. Because I didn't know any of the stuff that happened. at the Yeah. End. Didn't know what happened at the beginning. But I remember the scene in the petrol garage up until like the second hotel he goes to.
2: okay, so I've seen yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Kind of a lot of the iconic scenes with like the coin flip and the, yeah, and the like uh, motel standoff yeah. sort of thing. But yeah, I, I I was bullshit. I've never seen this film <laughs> all the way through.
2: <laughs> so you lied to us. Okay. <laughs>
0: Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and I've never seen this film. So, yeah. Never even heard of it either. Never. Wow, okay. Never heard of it. Okay. So. So heard heard of it okay. so well, you know, know me, I live in well. my own little cocoon. Yeah, true.
2: So a little little fun fact. Um when I was looking up this movie, i or when I was watching this movie, I'd remembered that The Simpsons did a parody of this movie in an episode. Do you remember seeing that, Adam?
0: Yeah, I think I, that was one of the later Simpsons. That was after I stopped I think watching so. the Simpsons. I think so. Yeah, I was like but I was watching. I found, I'm aware of it. Yeah, I've seen it.
2: Yeah, because I was watching this movie. I was like, "Why have I seen this character before?"
0: But it was yeah. just from the. He's Simpsons. quite. A, he's quite a popular sort of pop culture character now. Yeah, he's been in. He's been in quite a lot of things, and he's always mm. brought up as like a example of like that type of character, I suppose.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, so we'll move on to... So what were your thoughts? I'll start with you, Brad. So you've just finished watching the movie, okay? What, what, are, your, what are your general thoughts?
1: So the movie is two hours long. Uh, I, yeah. I did check the film about an hour in to see where we was at because uh, mm. I know it, it is quite slow in some places. But the one thing yeah. for me that was quite odd about the film was the lack of music. The film is yeah. mm. so eerie.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I looked into that. It was like, he only composed yeah. 18 minutes of score. 16. 16, oh, 16 minutes. 16 minutes, yeah. And it was yeah. like just in a few scenes. And the, the whole film was like silent. Yeah. It was yeah. so
1: like, it. something's over your shoulder, Phil. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Did, Honestly, you, did
0: you think that made it more tense? Because I did. Or did you think it made yeah, it more boring? Yeah, one,
1: one, no, definitely made it more tense. Because yeah. you, you're constantly wondering why, why there's no music and what's going to happen. Because a lot of mm. films, they use music to sort of build suspense. But this is exactly. built suspense yeah. by not using music. Yeah, yeah. That is like, exactly similar, what I wrote.
0: It's similar to what we spoke about with Possum. Where mm-hmm. there's a lot of silent scenes where you're like... It makes it more tense and scary because you're waiting for something to happen. Whereas yeah. if it was just constant noise... Like especially yeah. the the motel scene, like that like Amazing. sequence in this with no music whatsoever, barely just any the dialogue. Footsteps. It's just like silent and footsteps. Yeah, I thought that was ridiculously Incredible. well done. Incredible. Really. Squeaky
2: tense. floorboards. Mm. Like you could see the yeah. shadow underneath the door. Amazing. But yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing I did. I that was. Um, let me try that again. <laughs> that was one <laughs> of the first things I noticed. Yeah. Was that this movie kind of Created so much tension, and it just wasn't due to the music. So, like you get in in certain like thriller movies and stuff, where like you'll get the high pitch like violins and stuff yeah, like that trying oh, yeah. to create the tension for you. Mm. But the writing and directing of this movie, amazing. You don't, you didn't need them. You
0: got to say
1: music. it was so well crafted without having to be crafted. If that oh, makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. the Coen brothers, they know how to shoot scenes. You know one thing i wanted to mention you kind of briefly touched upon it but as well as the like silence the lighting in this film is incredible like there's so many scenes where the lighting is important to the plot where it's like the scene of him outside the door where you can see his feet and then he switches the the light off off. and there's like multiple scenes of that where you have shadows and lighting yeah really really builds up the tension and yeah, mm. that's like, that's something that some films just don't even consider where consider. they're using, they're using the medium of lighting to tell the story. And that, you could also say
1: brilliant. sort of a little bit later on in that same scene where he's outside hiding behind the car and he sees him walking in the, like the, um the glass, you know? It's, um...
0: Yeah. There's loads of mirrors and, and different lights used in this. And it's all geared towards just making you tense the whole time.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, i think i started with you brad but um so yeah adam what was your your kind of thoughts after watching this like you have just put it off what are your your general thoughts because for me I'll, I'll start with me actually yeah for me i watched it and so you said to me that it's a bit slow mm. and that i wouldn't like it because it was yeah. almost
0: the same as yeah um, i'll i'll, I'll say that like when i when i watched it with brad like as yeah. soon as it finished I was like I'm really surprised Dylan has recommended this because we just spoke about Reservoir Dogs and yeah. you said I don't like it slow. because there's too much <laughs> slow boring dialogue and I'm yeah. like this film this film's slow and I mean it could be considered boring I don't find it boring but it's also it that longer than Reservoir boring. Dogs yeah yeah it's longer it's... and even then there's not even that much dialogue no like, exactly it's just, most of the film is just silence and like sound effects basically yeah but I'm then, the old, I, thought you, I thought you would hate it.
2: <laughs> so, for me, I really, really enjoyed this film.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: the parts that were, I wouldn't, there was a lot, there was some slow bits, of course. Mm. Like, with them, like, walking through the desert and all that kind of stuff. But just, just watching the movie, it was, it was so nice to watch. Yeah. Like, for instance, like, the desert scenes where it's like, let's say the, the part where he's, like, walking through following, like, the blood trails, he's got the mm. money in the bag. Like, you're expecting someone to just pop up and, like, something happen. Because there's no music. There's nothing yeah, yeah. to indicate anything's going to happen. So the entire film, I'm sitting there tense. Yeah, I'm sitting yeah. there, like, something might happen at any it time. It makes
0: it worse. Definitely.
2: Honestly. So, so, yeah, the entire movie. Plus, I would like to bring up how Javier Bardem's character is <laughs> one, of nah. the, one of the best villains... One of yeah, the yeah,
1: greatest you know
2: performances I've ever seen. For
1: me, yeah, yeah, he yeah. makes
2: this film.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think I, I think the general consensus is that anyway. Like I don't yeah. I don't think we're saying anything different to what people no. said. He no. like I they I read up that they did a study of like yeah. film psychopaths. And all yeah, of the that. psychiatrists agreed that this is the most like clinically accurate portrayal of a psychopath. Yeah. And yeah, like he, he there is nothing behind his eyes. Like yeah. when he's the best scene, I think, or one of the best scenes, is either when he's at the end talking to his uh, wife, the other mm. wife, or when he's like flipping the coin in the garage. Oh where my that God. poor like Southern man's just like, I don't mm. know what we're flipping. I need <laughs> to know what we're flipping, and he's just yeah. like, Call it. Call, Call it.
1: it. <laughs> it's just like,
0: fuck <laughs> sake, what is wrong with this guy? Like, what honestly... am I playing
1: for? You're playing for everything.
0: And also <laughs> I kind of find it good that he spares him as well. Because yeah. he's just like he's such a psychopath. He... he doesn't even care about killing. It's so like exactly. nonchalant to him. That's one thing I did want to bring up. Like if I talk about my thoughts a little bit, just uh, like the overall mm. feeling. I really, I really enjoyed the film, and as as you said, it's like so tense. One thing I really liked was the violence was so abrupt and yeah like non cinematic in ways like, yeah. like the film Realistic. opens the film opens with him strangling someone with handcuffs right and you're mm-hmm. thinking like oh he's going to he's going to strangle him and then it's going to cut away no he rams the the handcuffs into his neck and there's blood yeah. everywhere and then it's like every every time he kills someone it's just like there's no, there's no him like saying a flashy, like speech before he does it. <laughs> For the most part, he just, just he it. turns up, he shoots someone in the head, and then he methodically like leaves the scene or yeah, like cleans up. Right? he's just a complete fucking psychopath.
2: Honestly, like that scene, that beginning scene. One thing I kind of annoys me in movies is obviously movies are supposed to be you know some fantastical kind of thing. But mm. in this movie, it was so realistic, like the yeah, choking yeah. out scene. It, normally in movies, you get someone choking someone for five seconds and then they're dead.
0: Yeah. yeah. In this, mm. it yeah, was yeah. a
2: strong 20 seconds and severs his esophagus with yeah. the, the handcuff. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's some brute force right there. <laughs> Honestly,
2: <laughs> like to, it was insane. And even stuff like with when they get shot and they're like patching themselves up and stuff. Horrendous
3: yeah absolutely
2: horrendous i also read that they spent an a ridiculous amount of money on fake blood they <laughs> yeah. bought the most realistic <laughs> fake blood they could and they spent like way too much on the blood budget
3: mm. like it for the brutal. scenes
2: yeah like the, especially like what was it where he crashes at the end and his fucking bone oh, is sticking yeah. out <laughs> is. of his arm. Yeah, that the kid's nasty. like, sir, sir, you've got a <laughs> bone sticking out of your arm. And he's just like, okay, yes. So <laughs> yes. much for the shirt.
0: It's like, <laughs> fucking out. Like, he, it looks like he doesn't even feel pain. I never but seen, that's the thing. Like, the I feel like where he's wouldn't. got shot in the leg as well. And he's methodically putting, like, the sheet down and yeah. cleaning out and like you just look in his face and you're just like is this guy even feeling anything right now He's just like you've been exactly. in the leg bro because
2: that's the thing in certain scenes so when he does get shot you see him wince, and then it's just mm. slow just, just stony again you know yeah just that much of a psycho
0: you got any more thoughts overall brad
1: uh i think the main the main the, the whole cast was all right it was pretty good overall yeah
0: um hmm. i'd
1: say you can't not highlight the performance there though yeah,
0: uh, yeah there's a standard, but to... no one's bad
1: yeah there's no one that's bad in this film um the yeah. plot line uh, I, I right for me annoyed me in places right so mm. the start was obviously meant to be frustrating because you're meant to be like, yeah. trying to figure out what's going on here yeah but... yeah you you don't know he's like a, a war veteran until later on in the film. So you're kind of like, how comes he's not more bothered by a bunch of dead bodies around him? Mm.
0: Right? I, I, th- I did quite I mean, like he's a hunter. that, hunter because the standard film of this type would be you like immediately he's like, I'm a veteran and I know yeah. how to deal with myself. You know, I quite like that it was yeah. for you to piece it up a bit, but I do no, think I'm... the start's a bit slow. I'm not disagreeing mm. with that.
1: But there yeah, was yeah. also points where they're chasing him down, and I'm just like, how the hell could they possibly have tracked him this quickly? I mean, well, obviously with the, the, the transponder. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that bit. But when he got rid of the tracker, and then we know how the Mexicans found him, but I've got yeah. no I've I've been trying to work this entire time. I've been trying to work how the hell did like Shigur, whatever his fucking name is, mm. manage to find him.
0: Cause he's just that good.
1: Yeah. No, but I mean, like when they found him in Mexico as well in the hospital, and the other guy found said,
2: "Oh yeah, I found you in three hours."
0: How? Yeah.
2: I mean, to be fair, that
0: pre- I mean, they're trackers, it, to be yeah. presumed
2: that they're like professional bounty hunters or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like was, they
0: they I have that access was kind to kind of a little bit of kind of uh, like there's there's um oh what's it there's a uh, like fan theory that Anton Chigurh is based like the Angel of Death. Which is like ah. he just follows <laughs> them around, and because everyone he meets basically ends up dead, apart from a few people. So I kind of well, yeah. I take that on board. Where there's uh, there's uh, the film's very realistic, but there's also an element of sort of like magic realism, where yeah, it's kind of like yeah, this guy's just that good. He does know this. I kind of mm. bought. I kind of bought that his character just knew how to find people. You know, yeah, mm.
2: like the the fact that he's just fucking this methodical killer yeah, who's just like acts on instinct like you just can presume that he's just that good at killing and finding people to kill you know yeah
0: that's that's kind of what I, think. I, I do agree that it's kind of left unsaid but I'm not sure yeah. it needs to be said mm.
1: Yeah, and then you've also got the rather abrupt killing
2: of your main character. Yeah. I love that. I fucking love that. Go on, Adam. You go first, mate. Yeah,
0: can I just say, this is how I knew I'd not seen this film properly. Because that I literally, even when his body was on the ground, I was like, oh, he's just like put his clothes on a different person. And it was like, no, he's dead. He's dead. And (laughs) you don't see him die. And yeah. There's not barely any of the characters even care. Like you see his wife crying a bit. You yeah. see the um uh, Tommy Lee Jones character being like sad about it, yeah. Mourn Yeah. But you don't get like a zoom in on his face. You don't know no. exactly that he's died. It's just the film treats it as though it's like, like real life. Dad. Like he's dead, move on. And that's your yeah. that's your main character for the majority of the film. I love that. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah.
2: That, that is one of the things that, like, never happens. You never get your main character who you're following the entire time almost mm. just disregarded. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, it was just like, oh, he's just another person that died in this, li- like, long list of killings recently. Yeah,
0: which is essentially the theme of the whole film. Yeah. I suppose if you Amazing. want to get on to what, what the film's really about.
1: Does it not annoy you, though? They, they've spent this entire time tracking him. They've And then it sort of tried to build it where he and Shigura are going to have some sort of standoff. And eventually he just gets killed by the Mexicans.
0: I love that. No, it's great. In real life, people don't have like five hour standoffs yeah. and they're both elite killers. And then they have like just a typical thriller. Like they yeah. meet up at the end and have a fist fight. You know, I love the fact he was killed by yeah, a character exactly. who we the... didn't even see. It was just like the Mexican guys killed him off screen yeah. and then you were just like oh, exactly that, what
2: the thing is like yeah, he no, was so like careful that. with everything he was doing and it wasn't even his fault that he died it was his fucking um, mother-in-law who started blurting out <laughs> so that, that's the only reason he died but yeah. again she
1: was not aware of like the danger there was
2: exactly she? but that's the thing like that's his that's on him because he he should have just been more careful you know
0: yeah that's the thing but I love how he You've the first like hour and a bit of the film is like these two two men doing everything they can to find yeah. each other, and then exactly. that don't He's dead. You bro? Sorry. And then it moves on because I think the theme of the film is just it's like real life, where right? it's just like these things don't have mm. to happen for a reason. Some people are just fucking psychopaths and kill people. Some people just die for no reason. Exactly. No matter what you do, you know. And also, did anyone actually get the money? Or Was it the Mexicans? Because it, it was the was Mexicans'
2: wondering... money, I think, because they were doing the yeah. the drug deal. No, I, I don't think it. I think it was the money was supposed to go to, yeah, the Mexicans. But then they got the their money back. That's all it was.
0: Yeah. So like, exactly. Oh, sure, he get didn't get the, the
2: money. Hundred percent, he didn't. The Mexicans took it because he. I Because the did. white guy, um, the... Josh Brolin. What's his character name again? Well, no no no! Let me a second, right? Yeah. yeah. So he he had the money when he was talking. He was flirting with the pool girl. Yeah, yeah, and he was going to go off. But then the Mexicans yeah. killed him and took the money.
1: No, but he was in an apartment room, though. That's why He see. was in an apartment
3: room,
2: right? Yeah.
1: And you've got a case where mm. the Mexicans had to get in and out real quick, right? Yeah. So they killed him and then got away real quick before the police got there. You then had Shigur, mm-hmm. who then showed up later to the crime scene, right? And also had taken yeah. off the vent with the penny, as you'd seen earlier. Yeah. Right?
0: No, no, because, Brad, he was in mm. a different room. Mm-hmm. I was reading that because um th- basically the film like is because it's based on a novel the film and the novel have like a thing where the 50/50 of the coin flip is like you may die you might not die and apparently when the detective like uh, Tommy Lee Jones showed up mm-hmm. at that room where he got yeah. killed and he was he opened the door and it cut to Anton Jaguar on the mm-hmm. other side he was next door Because he thought that was the room that um, Josh Brolin was Mm. staying in. That's why he didn't attack him. Because I was confused Yeah. Because I was like, where is he hiding in the room? Oh, yeah. He was next door. No, but in that scene, you
1: still see there's a penny on the floor and the vent has been opened.
0: Yeah. But then maybe it wasn't in the vent. The thing is, it's left to you to work out if anyone's got the money. It doesn't matter who's got the money. That also
1: goes the same for whether his wife dies or not. His wife
0: I mean, definitely you ass- died. You no, assume I think, she does. I but... think there's a strong clue because he's like a, he doesn't like blood getting on yeah, his toes. So... so you know when he shoots the guy in the shower, he pulls the shower open. Yeah. And uh you when he comes out of the house after he he's checks his shoes, killed checks her his or shoes. not killed her, he checks his shoes, yeah. yeah. So I think it it's pretty much implied that he definitely killed her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't kill exactly. her. Exactly. And his speech there as well. Unbelievable. I just say that's probably my favorite. Like bit of dialogue in the whole film, yeah. Where he's like, "I don't have to do anything, mm. but I'm going to."
2: <laughs> so
0: that's just like, yeah, honestly, this guy's fucked in the head.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's like I was saying when he was talking to Luanne, and he's he was saying, "Look, you don't have to. Your wife doesn't have to die. But if you don't give me the money, she's going to yeah. die as well as you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he said at the end, he kept, I he needs to you. Keep his yeah, word.
0: I promise. Yeah. He's got such warped mm. morals where he will stand by what he says. But what he says is so, fucked, so up. fucked up. It's so up
2: that it, it's probably better that he doesn't stand by it, but he just will. Literally,
0: yeah, because he's like, I need to kill you because your husband promised you give me the money. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on me. It's your husband who killed you. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's like, he doesn't have he's to kill the her. the most
0: diabolical evil person in the world, but you kind of have a bit of respect for him. Yeah. he stands by it.
2: You know honestly, you know <laughs> no, I I agree respect, not I agree, definitely <laughs> used the wrong
1: word there. When I say
0: respect, <laughs> I mean just like I think uh Woody Harrelson says it as well. He's like, yeah. listen, he lives by a code, but it's a code to him. It doesn't necessarily make sense to anyone else. Yeah. Like he has his own principles, but his principles are just fucked up.
2: Yeah. It's it's a madness.
0: I do I do have a negative of the film. I don't know go if you want to see yeah. any more positives either. either. No, we'll, we'll go into the negatives. Go on. Well, I mentioned that this is based on a novel. Yes. And what I found out after the film that made sense was that most of the dialogue, almost all of the dialogue was basically taken straight yeah. from the book yeah. without being adapted. So I've seen other Coen Brothers films like mm-hmm. Fargo and uh, Big Lebowski, yeah. I do where art now. And one thing they have is like fantastic writing. They mm. always write like really sort of kooky characters and there's always a bit of humour thrown in there. But yeah. because this film was based on a different source material and they adapted it as opposed to writing it themselves, yeah. I felt it was missing something, especially with the dialogue because okay. I don't know if you two agree, but Tommy Lee Jones, a lot of his Mm. dialogue scenes, it was very novel, flowery, hidden meanings behind it. Where everything
2: Everything he was saying was metaphors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. A lot of this film, there was just spoken in riddles. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I suppose would work in the book because you've got a lot of hidden meaning behind the book and obviously most of the book is dialogue. In this film, when the like tense action scenes were happening, I was really glad it was slowed down. And there was no yeah. music and stuff, but whenever it cut back to Tommy Lee Jones on one of his metaphorical sort of rants,
2: Ramblings. I
0: felt like it was too slow because yeah, usually there would be some humour thrown in or like some quirky side characters with Cohen Brothers film. Yeah. But with this, it was very, very stark and just flowery dialogue, you know? Yeah,
2: that's one thing I, I noticed as well. So with Tommy Lee Jones' character, like I could. It was almost always like whenever he'd say something, you just, you kind of really have to listen to try and yeah. work out what he's going on about. If mm. if you can understand what he's if you can understand, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did say to Brad, Shall I turn subtitles on? Was like, oh, "I had sorry. subtitles on. I did have the yeah, subtitles on."
2: Sure. Yeah, because um, like when they're in the diner and they're speaking, like mm. they're they're speaking in riddles, and yeah. some of I don't think if I if I watch that movie back again and really listen. Maybe some parts of it would make sense. But for me, it was almost as if he could have not been in the movie and it would have been, like, Mm. almost the same.
0: I really liked his character. I just specifically disliked some of the dialogue. Because I really like the fact that, obviously, the film's called No Country for Old Men. yeah, And he is the old man in this story where there's just horrific bloodshed going on. And he's just... He's just like a innocent... nice old country sheriff, you know. Yeah. And he's just like the world is just passing him by, and he yeah. doesn't understand it.
2: That's true. But That's yeah, true.
0: a lot of a lot of the dialogue was a bit too vague, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I what agree. About you, Brad?
1: Uh, yeah. You could argue the slowness of it, but again, mm. it's um, it's meant to be like that. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, overall
1: yeah I, did, I didn't i didn't hate it um i liked in fact i quite liked it i mean like you can't you can't say you disliked it with a performance that no. was being given on the show like Not honestly but for me it was just like plot points i just there were some points where i just felt like i was wondering how the hell that could have happened i was like in thinking in my head, like okay how could they have found him there like mm. why yeah. why did he have to die at this point you know and for me like i would have maybe changed it a little bit in like, obviously I'm I'm not, a, I am not a f- big famous, like screen director or film writer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you, right. You can't so tell the Coen I cannot, brothers how to I cannot film, tell right? the Coen brothers, like you've done a worse job than I would <laughs> yeah, do. Right? Yeah. But from my, from my view and perspective, I think I would have liked something different.
0: Yeah. I think that's because it's based on that novel though, because it's like, mm. you can't mm. change too much when they stuck very closely to the source material. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we agree on that.
2: They did, however, get an Oscar for that. They got an Oscar for um, Best Writing and Best uh, yeah. Screen Adaptation. Hmm. But Yeah. yeah um,
0: I mean, I, I mean I'm, not, I'm not criticizing the writing per se. Like, uh, okay. I think it was very well written. And I'm yeah. sure the book's good, but I think books don't necessarily translate well to some films with dialogue. Yeah. Because you can tell when it's book dialogue and, and there's a film dialogue, you know? Yeah. Because when you're listening to those scenes, I mean, you said Reservoir Dogs is like an audio book. Mm. This film is like an audio book in those dialogue scenes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Oh,
0: but with, when it comes to any of the action scenes and all of the stuff with Chigurh and uh, mm. Noelle, I've got no criticism of like that writing at all, you know? Yeah. I hear that. Um, any, any other negatives? You got any I, negatives?
2: Didn't... I don't have much many negatives to say like we kind of covered it like there's there's a lot about this movie i just liked like Mm. i was sitting there in or i'd happily watch that again next week yeah happily i think
0: i think it like is one of them films where it needs repeated viewings yeah to kind of get everything anyway
2: yeah because like watching like javier bardem you could watch him over and over again and just Mm. notice subtle things he's doing that performance yeah.
1: will never get old evil.
2: Honestly. Nah. Yeah, he he had he is the first actor to have won Best Actor and Supporting Role at the Academy Awards, Green Actors Guild Award, BAFTA, Golden Globe, and Critics Choice Award. Just Fair for that enough. for that one role, yeah.
0: Yeah. You Crazy. can't argue it. Because this did this come out the same year as Dark Knight as well? It did. It did.
2: So, like,
0: the fact that you had those two sort of groundbreaking performances that year Mm. as well. But this, in my opinion, this is even better than Heath Ledger's, you know?
2: The the thing is, so Heath Ledger was supposed to play Josh Brolin's character, but he just wanted Mm. a break after filming um, Dark Knight because it was so daunting. So yeah, he yeah. turned it down, and that's that's why Josh Brolin's playing that. This seems
0: to be a common theme for the films we recommend, where like Heath Ledger <laughs> was meant to play. Yeah.
2: Character. <laughs> I'm not saying Josh Brolin was bad, but also, no. could you just imagine having Heath Ledger in that in that position? Mm. Ways. I, I I think
0: Josh Brolin works because he's very believable as a decent army hard nut. Yeah. Texas army vet, you know. I'm that. not sure if Heath Ledger would portray that character in the same way. I mean, I, well, I wouldn't put it past him because obviously yeah. Heath Ledger could, has proved he can do what he wants. But yeah. I do think he was very good in the film. It was more his mm. his character didn't allow as much sort of freedom as yeah, Anton Chigurh. You know, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was a uh, overall just such a strong movie for me. Mm. Like,
1: overwhelming. which made when I saw your letterbox review kind of weird.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we were we were looking what we were
0: looking for your review like straight away or your <laughs> your rating straight away because we know were I'll like put. if he hated reservoir dogs he's got to hate this but i'm i'm <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed it to be fair yeah. I mean, it was your recommendation mm. but... yeah
1: your the <laughs> yeah. what you've said here doesn't really reflect the what you've given in a letterbox in my opinion
2: i'm trying to look it up because mm. i can't remember what i gave it uh right maybe he was just yeah. a in a
0: trance <laughs> right can we fast forward to the ending? Yes. Because I know you, Brad, you probably have something to say about the ending and I do as well. Because we both kind of looked to each other after the film ended and the credits rolled. And then uh, I sort of had similar thoughts.
1: Well it's just abrupt, wasn't it? Like everything right. about this film what was was just the a bit abrupt.
2: Talk me through the ending again. I can't remember.
1: He's just chatting with his wife, and he? He's just like, good old senior police officer, sheriff. He's like, yeah, no, I'm done now. I don't know what I'm going to do today. I had this mm. dream. Yeah, we'll see my dad. Okay, bye.
0: Yeah, because he was uh. retired at that point, wasn't he? So he'd retired yeah. because basically he'd, he'd just had enough. He'd yeah. seen too much. And he was like, what the fuck? But obviously, we don't see what happens to Anton Gugur. He just disappears. Uh. Uh, you don't really know what happens with the money.
1: That kind of just... It starts as it ends, though, doesn't it, really?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, as you say, like, the film starts abruptly and it ends abruptly.
1: How much do you really know about Anton Chigurh throughout this entire
0: film? Nothing. Nothing.
1: You Nothing. know his
0: name and you know that he's a fucking psycho. Th- that is that
1: is it. You have no background on this guy. Yeah. That's what
0: I love, though, because that's Just the same thing. I mean, we spoke thing. about it with the Joker. The Joker, mm. when he doesn't have a backstory in The Dark Knight, because he keeps making up uh, where he got those scars. Yeah. And it's left very vague that makes a better villain, because it's the mystery. You're like, yeah. how did this guy become this guy? Mm. And yeah, they do the same thing with it. But yeah, the Dylan, did you... When the credits rolled, did you, like, was your first reaction,
2: what? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, what? It just ended. <laughs> yeah, it was... I mean, I don't know what I was expecting the end to be, but it definitely wasn't that.
0: You know? Uh, yeah, at first... I wanted more. I was like, yeah. is that how you ending it? It seems a bit anticlimactic. Yeah. But knowing the like theme of the film and the fact yeah. that as you said, Brad, the whole film is abrupt. Like people die and they're just gone. The film just ends. Yeah. Okay. Get over it. It's basically that ties in with the whole theme of the film where it's just everything shit. And yeah, you just have to deal with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, I, Looking back, it I re- it it makes sense for it to end like that. But when I yeah. first watched it, we were just sitting there. It's like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, like and Brad finished to each other, and we were just like, oh, okay.
2: yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a- a- apart from the abrupt ending. Mm. I don't have anything. I don't have anything to say about the abrupt ending. It's not good or bad for me. It kind of just is there, you know. I'm not disappointed just, that it was it. abrupt. It's yeah, I'm not it. disappointed.
0: It kinda of reminded me of the Gone Girl ending actually.
2: I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, you're not seeing Gone Girl? No. Okay, like, I won't I won't spoil Gone Girl for you then. Okay. <laughs> you should watch Gone Girl. Okay. But yeah. Moving yeah fair.
2: <laughs> right. Um should we should we go to, to ratings? Finish up. Overall thoughts. So we'll go with we'll go with Brad. Brad, you what's your your overall thoughts, your closing thoughts on, on this movie?
1: Uh acting really good um plot line good um i'd say questionable in some places for me but yeah. i'm not going to argue it uh the camera was the camera work was good some of the odd characters that popped up that you'd never seen before were quite interesting like you had the random mexican guy in a suit and then there's, oh you i've never seen a mexican in a suit <laughs> yeah i say also you got the the big boss man who was hiring out like um Oh, and he got absolutely into, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, seeing <laughs> yeah. that man just get popped was really satisfying. Honestly. Like, just, anyone want to know what happened to the accountant?
0: Like, oh, yeah. no, anyone no, want no. to know what to That's like... so good when he's like, are you going to kill me? And he's like, perhaps. Or Yeah. Like
2: those lines. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> um, you just don't know what happens to him. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, no, good
1: overall. Um, I, I, I don't mind how they left um, Chigurh's character. I'll yeah well again he's he's a mystery to start with and he's a mystery to end with so it, yeah it's
0: horrible that you know he's out there you know exactly world, he's still alive
1: <laughs> he's uh, still chilling no, for, for me overall four stars yeah hmm. four stars out of five you want to go for adam I suppose,
0: uh, yeah i'll go because you you recommend it yeah uh yeah just very good all round it's extremely well made like mm. you you can't argue with any of the like aspects of filmmaking. And are, I like those subtle hints about lighting and and the, just the lack of soundtrack, which you, you don't see. Yeah. It's definitely a thriller in the truest sense of the genre, you know? Yeah. Like, it is thrilling pretty much all the way through. Mm. And it, it's slow in places more with those dialogue scenes, but as it's taken basically verbatim from the book, that yeah. does make sense. So I, I can't hate on that that much. To me, it's it's like a perfect film looking at it objectively, but it's just something slightly missing to yeah. me. You know, like there's something a bit off. Like as I said, with like the stilted dialogue and stuff. And I do think Coen Brothers have made better films. Like Fargo yeah. has a very similar premise to this, but it's a lot it's a lot more light hearted, and and it's a uh, a better film in my opinion. Yeah So yeah, I I, I agree with Brad. I give it four stars, like close to four and a half stars, but it's just it's just lacking something. I can't really put my finger on. But it's a very good film.
2: I hear that. Um, I would. Uh, I'm agreeing with both of you here. The movie is just the the entire thing. You're sitting there just just trying to figure out what's going on. Your your mm. brain's moving so fast, and then Anton comes on the screen. You're like, oh my god, what the fuck's he gonna do now? <laughs> You just yeah. you don't know what he's going to do uh, no. every time he's on the screen, something different happens, mm. and um, yeah, just again, like you said, Adam, like one of the big things for me was that the lack of music added to mm. this film. Mm. For me, it I don't like in, in thriller and horror films how you always know what's going to happen because of the music, whereas yeah, in this, yeah. it's kind of yeah, it violence coming to... in, yeah. exactly. I hate that, like for, for me, this. The lack of music really added to this. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the acting in this. So for some reason on my letterbox, I gave it 3.5. It's definitely a four-star film.
0: Yeah, that's I don't what know that's why I put it. We were it just
2: said. confused. It's
1: yeah. like, why did you do three and a half No, I definitely misclicked. Yeah. There's a four star it's like easily.
0: It's you raised something two stars there, like, it's the best film I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Yeah. Paramore's Riot album, best album ever. <laughs> <laughs> but no, genuinely, I'm very happy I've watched this and I'd happily watch it again.
0: Yeah, it's a yeah. very good recommendation. Yeah. And this is the first time we've actually agreed. This is the first yeah. piece of media we've all <laughs> Completely agreed on. Yeah, it's the first
1: time you've actually suggested something that I thought was good. So, I'm, uh,
0: uh
2: What about Cat in the Hat? Masterpiece. Shut up, mate. Five stars. <laughs> better than this. A right, I mean, It's you.
0: kind of funny, Brad. What do you think of me and Dylan both rating Cat in the Hat and this? <laughs> <Satan? Yeah. laughs>
1: It's there's levels, and you two are just not on the no. Yeah I got this as is, much this is enjoyment, a four
0: star, right? You got yeah. a low four star, higher four star. This is like the highest four star you can get. Mm. No, nah, for me, though,
2: like this movie, I got the same amount of enjoyment out of this as I did in Cat of the Hat. It's different levels right. of enjoyment, of course, yeah, yeah. but it's enjoyment nonetheless. Yeah, so yeah, four stars okay. all round.
0: See if we can get Cat in the Hat into every episode.
2: No. Yeah. <laughs>
3: this,
2: it's cancelled now. Oh, no, I'm making it
1: happen.
0: <laughs> okay, then. So that was No Country for Old Men. And obviously, we'd all recommend watching it. Anyway, yeah, so...
2: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I you've been spoiled it now, but, least. you know, hmm. just watch it. 100%. Right.
0: So let's move on to album recommendation of the week. Right. Let's we'll see if we're, if we're all in agreement on this one as well. So I recommended the Prodigy. There we go. Prodigy. Yeah. Released in 1997, it topped both Billboard and the UK charts. Yeah. 97. 97. 97. What year did you think it was?
2: Like, if I would have guessed, like 2005. Mm. See.
0: Right, we'll get on, to, get on to that later. Anyway, My mind's blown. Uh, it was nominated for a Grammy, but lost to OK Computer, so <laughs> can't can't really argue there. Obviously, I'm a Radiohead fanboy, but I don't know what sold, that means. It sold 10 million copies <laughs> worldwide. Wait, sorry,
1: you don't know that means because you don't know what OK Computer is, or you don't yeah, know that means the fuck is that? Anyway,
2: just okay. move on. Move on. All right, it's fine. It's fine.
0: Before I start raging, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. It sold a total of 2.9 million albums just in the UK alone as well. Fucking hell. So, I was saying to Brad, like, this is an album where you kind of grow up with it. Like, at least with those songs like Firestar, Breathe, Smack My Bitch Up. They're, like, iconic British songs.
1: Yeah. I would Mm. say, definitely. I mean, everyone... Everyone has seen the Firestar video. Yeah, yeah,
0: like everyone in the UK at least. is a very like well-known British album. It's like yeah. a classic British album. Uh, yeah, it was uh, mostly composed by Liam Howlett. So Liam Howlett is like the, the producer who does everything behind the scenes basically. So he's like okay. Mr. Prodigy. Uh, but obviously you've got Max in reality and Keith Flint. This was the first album Keith R- Flint had vocals on. Yeah, rest in peace to Keith Flint. Okay. But yeah, previously he was just a dancer in the band and like a hype man, and then this album they were like, "Bro, just sing. We want you to just scream something. Really? Us, man. Something,
1: man. Just say something." Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so,
0: so they've had two. This was their third album. The two albums before that, Max and Reality had like some vocals, but Keith Flint was just sort of in the background doing a bit of dancing.
3: What?
1: The they fuck? were just
0: like, "We want you to. We want you to sing on this album." You know
1: hype man make everything
0: though so. yeah and uh yeah this album sort of marks a change in sound from the project uh, prodigy, <laughs> prodigy because okay. before this they were more sort of a bit like traditional drum and bass with like techno elements and okay this Ravens. album mm. yeah this album you had more of a punk aesthetic I'd say, yeah especially with and Keith also Cliff.
1: also more of an industrial rock element to it as yeah. well yeah mm. so
0: this album there's a lot of different sounds from together in this album anyway that we'll get on to but yeah 10 tracks and pretty much receive universal acclaim i, yeah. I don't mm. think i don't think anyone reviewed this bad yeah, and I've not met anyone who's ever said like this. <laughs> oh, so, Dylan, like... Dylan, okay. <laughs> all right, okay. we will see. I'm
1: waiting. <laughs> okay, so before oh. we go on to track
0: by track, Dylan, what yes. were your initial thoughts oh, before on. you heard the album?
2: Before I heard the album, yeah. So... so you
0: said you you were surprised by the year it was released for a start.
2: Yeah. Um, the Prodigy, right? The only song, I could tell you from them was obviously firestarter hmm. i would never heard like i've never listened to a song beginning to end okay. from them i've never that's heard crazy. of anything all i know is that the lead singer had like a bald head but with like red hair like yeah red so, like, everyone that's knows all he's i got
0: the, the double mohawk yeah and that's the, the and only piercing,
2: thing i i know that's it that okay. was my knowledge of the prodigy
0: interesting and brad you've heard this album before haven't you?
2: i have heard
1: this album on yeah. occasions before we've seen prodigy live yeah so yeah and okay me,
0: yeah me and brad saw them live and they are incredible like, okay probably the best performers i've ever seen right, right? in just terms like, of in I mean, terms really, of energy yeah like, just pure just intensity like you listen bro. to these, you listen to these songs in headphones right but you listen to them live right which is different
1: the thing is, as well, we did this in like a forest party, right? Yeah, it was intense.
0: <laughs> I Incredible.
2: that is one thing I wrote throughout the entire thing is that I pretty much wrote this song would absolutely slap live. Yeah, like multiple hundred like, percent.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was one thing I found about a lot of these tracks, and that gave me some kind of emotion to it. Mm. Okay, it, it yeah. made me it made me link to something that I could be doing.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, we grew up with this album as well, so I suppose there's an mm. element of nostalgia with this album, where it's yeah. like you can remember certain times when you've heard these songs and stuff. But...
1: Yeah, no, but
2: back to Dylan, I wanna, I wanna keep hearing from you. <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> Anything nah, else to say, Dylan?
2: I, I'm just, I went into this completely blank. Mm. I, I, didn't really know their sound. I didn't know what kind of music genre there was, right. if you could call it any genre. Um, completely raw. That's that's
0: it. Yeah, I suppose I'll mention that the genre they go by is big beat, which is kind of a combination of like drum and bass and other electronic elements, yeah. okay. but with breakbeat drums. So it's like quite iconic to them. Like Fatboy Slim as well. That's like big beat. Ah,
1: yeah, they very much they're very much pioneers of this sound as well. Yeah, so.
0: but very much do not strictly follow one genre. No. as we as we'll find okay. out. So. Yeah. Let's move on to track by track then. So mm-hmm. opening track of this album, Smack My Bitch Up. This is yeah. the third single and when it was released it was very controversial due to the, the lyrics as mm-hmm. uh the music video was controversial in a different way, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um specifically with the lyrics like they were accused of misogyny inciting violence against women, but the yep. band has said multiple times the the phrase doesn't mean that it just means to do anything like crazily basically do anything yeah. intensely and also with the other lyrics in the album uh like in the album or this song yeah it's not it's not telling you to go like here woman you know yeah I'll defend the band from that but when it was released it was very controversial obviously. of course but i do think that's in part to you see Keith Flint with his double mohawk. And then you listen you to got, those words. You got two two black guys and two guys from Essex shouting at you. you know, Stereotype.
1: Stereotype. Oh.
0: Old people, old white people, when this came out in it's the 90s scared. were obviously going to be pissed <laughs> off. And You scared. don't
1: understand people. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt with that. And the, the hook as well, that's by Cool Keith, who features later on the album.
3: Okay. So.
0: I'll start with my thoughts of this song, and then I'll move on to you guys. So this song is an anthem. There's no other word for it. It bangs. It just bangs, okay? Yeah. It's the perfect opener. It's iconic, and it's just fucking good. All right. There's no other word for it. This song bangs, all right? Especially, like, there's so many different transitions in this song. Uh Uh-huh. That's and elaborate. one thing I want to talk about this whole album, the transitions are so smooth and perfectly mm. done where you get certain layers coming in in the background and then oh. they're just like throwing them in. It never feels like robotic. Some yeah. some electronic music feels like insert beat here, insert yeah. sound here. We'll do 16 like track yeah. of this bit and then we'll move on. This is just unpredictable. And it's just dense, and you just chuck yeah. shit in there. So yeah, this is—I mean, this is one of my favorite like songs in this genre of all time. So yeah, um, Dylan.
2: So the first sentence I wrote is the synthy stuff with the bassy thing is legit. <laughs> I don't know yeah.
0: how
2: to—I didn't know how to describe it because there yeah, was like almost it's hard like to
0: a, describe something.
2: Yeah, like a synthetic guitar almost mm. with mm. like this really like rumbly bass like the bass mm. actually was like so it was thick almost do you know what I mean <laughs> it was it yeah, was yeah. So thick. thick with no, two C's no, yeah. but um no I said like the parts where it was like progressively building up and like layering on just like just almost random sounds but they weren't yeah. they were they it was just built so well mm-hmm. and then the last thing I said was the lyrics are so complex lol <laughs> yeah that's i mean it. it's yeah. just
0: it's just repeating the same phrase over but, and over again but that phrase thing. gets stuck in your head so bad
2: it's it's currently looping through my brain now because i'm just yeah. imagining it live just everyone fucking belting out the same two lines
0: oh mate no they they played this live and it was insane
2: yeah so um i didn't know that this song was the prodigy did you know I, because i okay. had heard this song before
1: yeah i mean there's mm. no way you couldn't have like...
2: this this song, and this is the same for a lot of the songs on the album. I've mm. heard so many, just like I don't know how you what how you'd call it. Um, like they're sampled
0: so much. Yeah, yeah.
2: They there's are a lot of
0: copycats. Like their sound so was much. so unique mm. at the time, but mm. it birthed like loads and loads of clones. Basically, yeah,
2: because I've heard so many bits. Like us, like this song. There's a this Japanese band, rock band. I listened to. I have spoke to you about it actually. Before Adam mentioned this, Brad, Crossfave. Mm. they have yeah, yeah. got multiple songs where they take these guys' songs and just make it heavy Japanese. Metal. Yeah, right. when,
1: when I have seen them, because I've, I've I've seen crossfade before. Yeah, um, and they did a cover of Omen when I saw them. Oh right, yeah, um, it, was, it was it was pretty good. To be fair, I'm not going to argue it's with it. Really, I mean, it good. is it is a complete rip off. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the mm. one
0: thing with Prodigy though, where they're like. Universally accepted in loads of different music circles. Like they did yeah. download, they turn up at yeah, like yeah. rock yeah. festivals, and mm. people are still like, nah, these guys are fucking sick. It's yeah, like, it's because they're being
2: I feel like they just transcend genres in transcend,
1: yeah.
0: Transcends, in general.
1: Yeah. Well, well, like I'm saying though, they do have sort of industrial rock elements to them, which yeah, I definitely. feel it makes them very widely accepted within rock communities. Mm. Yeah. So,
0: so what about you, Brad, for smack my bitch up? Bro, all right. Nah, this. <laughs>
1: no, Song's just an anthem, isn't it? Like, you just yeah. can't <laughs> like, I would just I'd run from my emotions, right? So I was listening to it and I was like, trippy, psycho yeah. dazed. Mm. And then I was like, I'm just overcome right now. And yeah. then for, for my imagination of what I could, what, what's happening in this song, is like, I feel like I'm having a drug filled bender at a hippie rally, right? Yeah. That's, that's where I was at that's with bad. this song. And mm. like I say, the song just slaps. I mean, this is, I like, say, an anthem, so can't, can't argue Absolutely. with it. Absolutely.
0: Okay, moving on to track two, another Breathe answer. with me. May. Back to back. Bro. Right, first thing with this song, okay, the bass. Yes. Bro. The bass is legendary. And It just slaps so hard. That it's just ridiculous. And that's how it opens. You've got like the sparse drums. Honestly. Fucking chills. I've got chills thinking about And then the song from there just gets more and more layered. You've got like kung fu noises going. You've got like Yeah just like honestly. The simps where it's just like guitar bass riff thing. Oh. Yeah. And you've got like guitars in there as well. Where it's like
1: you also moved to like the acoustic section where mm. they like sort of they had this little switch up with the acoustics where they just sort of drowned everything yeah. else out and put these drowned out acoustics in that made mm. you feel like you were drowning yeah, I yeah. Was like...
0: that's that's another thing as <sighs> well though where their sound even though a lot of it is liam howlett on a computer chucking mm. in synths it yeah feels organic because they're not trying instruments in there as well like when we saw them live they had a drummer they had guitars they had, like, piano players yeah. and all of that shit on there. And the sound just, it sounds so, mm. like, raw, even though it's so meticulously put together. It's, the so one, it's one so thing about the song was that
1: like, the production it it. was so carefully manipulated. Like, yeah. it was, it was, exactly, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to use this word often, but it was perfect.
0: Damn. Yeah, I can't argue this song is perfect. Yeah. For me, it's for what the it's best song be. on the
2: album. Definitely. It's a banger. It's 100% a banger. Yeah, I, I mm. put this on every this day. Was, this was Damn. the second
0: single as well. And like, again, iconic. I yeah. just grew up listening to this. Incredible. And uh, also like Max in Reality and Flint on this as well. They both yeah. like <laughs> share the vocals. So like Flint's got the distorted like, yeah, yeah. play my game. And then Max in Reality's like the you are the victim and shouting and stuff. And their vocals over this sound works really well because it's basically like an industrial yeah. punk song. Um, I a lot
2: Which of the, lot the of them, songs I did write, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But also <laughs> I feel like you don't need to. It's just there. No. Like there's no yeah. But they're angry. That's it. Angry ramblings, and I, I can yeah. appreciate it. But yeah.
0: And it's like it's more just sort of catchy phrases that you can yeah. take on board you know like you are the victim just mm. shouting that repeatedly You just like it makes you think a little bit but it doesn't necessarily mean yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. you know so mm. i mean yeah that, I, we could just talk about brief like 10 minutes about how good it is but we'll move <laughs> on to diesel yes. power okay so i'll say straight up diesel power is one of my favorite songs Fair. on this album i mean obviously i'm a i'm a hip yeah. head anyway but This is one of the hardest beats I've ever heard in my life. The beat slaps. Like there's no other word for it. It just comes in aggressive. Yeah. You've got like banging sirens going on in the background. It sounds like someone's like hitting a keg. Those sirens (laughs) were all
1: over this album as well. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Exactly. That's like a that's a staple of this Mm. album. Just like blaring sirens that just work so well. But just the like the drums in this song as well, like Dylan, you've you've gone a yeah. record saying one of the things you love most is drums. Oh, that's and exactly bass. what i have hearing these drums. Honestly,
2: like, the, the entire thing. So the first thing I wrote was, it sounds very old school hip hop vibes. But now that I know yeah, what yeah, year yeah. it was made, and all that, like yeah. it it makes sense. Like it's it's so stereotypically hip hop, but it's not. Like it's, it kind it's of prodigy's style with there we go. But the thing is,
0: you you could not find a beat like no. this in 1997 for hip hop. No, there's no way. Exactly, nothing existed like this. Exactly. And also, yeah, like Cool Keith, his flow and his rhyme scheme is unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. Song. Like I did, I did look up into him before because I've not heard much his stuff. His lyrics are very metaphorical. So they don't necessarily mean much when you're listening to them. Yeah. But they're like a lot of monosyllabic, like yeah, intricate rhyme schemes. And he's actually he's been suggested to be an inspiration for like the way Eminem raps, which makes sense Fair. listening to this song. And yeah, his his flow is crazy on this
2: song. Honestly. It's like Can't butter, smooth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other points, Brad?
2: Just don't need to
1: make any. <laughs> no, it just I, I, it just I don't, bangs, I don't, I don't it just too. bangs, mm.
0: and the hook as well. I just mentioned the hook is really yeah. simple. Diesel power, yeah. Mm. Close yeah. your mind drastically, fantastically. You just that's repeat it. that over and over again. He wrote that. It down, flows, and he was like, "We've got it, boys. We've got, <laughs> it. we've got a
2: hit. There we go." Yeah, that's the thing. Again, Bang. the one thing I did right is that I can't like say enough how much I appreciate like some. Good bass in a song Mm -hmm. because it just it kind of just adds so much. Like you've got songs like these days, like in bands and stuff, where the bass is kind of there to set like a rhythm, to set like a a kind of baseline. But in in all of these songs, it's a prominent kind of instrument. Yeah, it's a prominent sound.
0: That's taken from drum and bass. Obviously, you can't have the drums without the bass. But obviously, they're mixing in. They're Mm. mixing in elements from rock and hip-hop, other genres. Like, this is like a hip-hop beat on steroids.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's It's really good. So good. Right,
0: Track number four,
2: Funky Shit. Oh, my God,
0: that's the funky shit. Right, this song was stuck in my head for, like, (laughs) the last five days. Mm. It's not the best song on the album, but it's very catchy. And it, it serves this purpose, and it's a different sound to what we've heard up to this point as well. Because yeah. the albums come in incredibly aggressive, and you're mm. like, "Fucking out!" And then they chuck this in there, and they're like, "We can do, we can do more of sort of a party, a party anthem as well."
1: This, yeah, yeah like I say, when I, was, I keep talking about the sort of industrial rock vibe, but this is the song that really kicked it off for me on that sort of theme. Um, mm. And yeah, it just when, as it goes through the measures of it, it then starts kicking the beat up. And then starts mm. using all sorts of crazy noises. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like this is the one song that had literally everything in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This like, was
0: this was Liam Howlett just turning on his computer, and just this was in, like everything. Simps <laughs>
1: everywhere, yeah, 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 sirens, obviously. like mm. claps, just throw everything in that track. And yeah, yeah. T- do you know my explanation for this song was I, I'm not going anywhere today, but I feel like I'm in a rush to do something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. That is so like, good the other thing as well you say that it's like constantly changing it mm. never gets boring because as we said with some like drum and bass or things in that genre it's like right we got a minute of just like now we switch yeah. up this is just like 10 seconds of some blaring sirens and then it switches into <laughs> something else and then there's yeah. a different thing but it all works so perfect
2: exactly uh so, what, so the one thing i did say now i i was i was gonna not say this but i'm gonna say it anyway this song reminded me of like old school fighter games like Tekken and Street Fighter. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
0: like, yeah, I know it, what you mean. it was
2: very video gamesy. Like it was like a a fighting platformer. The entire uh, thing. You know,
0: I did think that with the haze in the background. You know you got the hey, yeah, Hey. Yeah. Hey. That did remind me of like a street fighter, I think. There you
2: go. <laughs> Honestly, so it what, reminded me of a
0: sample to be I clear. think
2: so. And then there was yeah. one part where they used like actual video game like sounds. Like you know like the like the Mario fucking the coin getting collected and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, things yeah. like that. They was just thrown in there, and then they then they came in with like the layers of like fucking bongos, and then they yeah, came yeah. in with some fucking sim. Synth- <laughs> they came Look, like in with I a simping synth- trumpet. This amazing. Song had
0: everything. Yeah.
2: Honestly, you always you in the back of my mind. I was there. Like, is it too much? But it's not. It no. it's never too much. Like no, no matter no. how many layers they add on, it's never too much. It's never Something overpowering something else. Yeah, it all just and also, fits together.
0: I like how it, it samples the Beastie Boys with the uh, "funky shit" thing. So it's okay. got a bit of a hip hop element, but also, like, it's called "funky shit," and the song is just really funky. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, so you, still, you just... can't not bop to this. Yeah, it's impossible. They to made put this it on and yeah. not like bop around a bit.
2: They made this song, and they were like, "Oh, what should we call it? Oh, it's pretty funky. some funky it's shit just funky. right here. Yeah. It's just kind of." yeah but yeah this
0: is this is like this is liam howlett really flexing his muscles like because no one else is on this from the Mm. prodigy this is just him producing shit okay he's like fuck this i'm about to i'm gonna fuck this shit oh yeah (laughs) fair enough so next song serial thriller right okay so this apparently sample smells like teen spirit which i didn't i didn't catch the sample but this song does give a very grungy, again, punky feel. Yeah. So this is another one with Keith Flint on the vocals. And uh you've got a lot of guitars in there. So this yes. is, without without some of the simps and like the faster drum pattern or the bass or whatever, this mm. could just be like a straight up rock song. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's it's very punk, let's put it that yeah, way.
0: Very, it is mm. it's like a punk industrial punk, like we've said. Mm. And yeah, like blending those elements together, it's like, it shouldn't work. You're just like, you're chucking exactly. guitars in there with these other sounds and just some Essex bloke shouting over it, you know? it does I mean, one thing, work. The thing I want to add
1: into this is that mm. in terms of how the album has flowed so far is that every track is connected into the next one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I love, I love that. Transitions. Um, and for me, that's like so important in an album because mm. you have so many albums, right? That people, they'll play you a track and then you just play the next track, and then you just play the next track. This has been seamlessly flowed into the next track, and then into the next track,
2: without trying to break the rhythm. Honestly.
0: And they sound, like, different as well. It's not like the songs sound the same. How do you transition from funky shit into (laughs) serial thriller, but it works somehow? Yeah.
2: Like, I have um, the Spotify. On Spotify, you can do the five-second blend thing at the end, where Mm. it, it blends the songs together. And it it. It just flows. The entire album is just one, just like yeah. wave of just different songs.
1: With this album, you don't you don't need to put a blender in there because it's just no, blended nah. already. Yeah, it blends but... yeah.
0: already. Yeah.
2: And then but yeah, I... I wrote, yeah, go on.
0: Before before you say what you think, I wanna I wanna finish my point because mm. I do think this song there are better songs of its type on the album. Mm-hmm. Because Firestar and Breathe are better versions of this sound. And yeah. I'm not in any way saying this is a bad song because mm. I don't think there's a bad song on this album. There is. But it's not as good as the other songs that sound like this.
2: Yeah. Um, so this is my joint lowest rated song, mm. but it's still so good. So I, I yeah. wrote that the guitars in this were, I love a guitar. Mm. Great. And then I also wrote, I love how repetitive some of these songs are, but they are not repetitive in the slightest. Hmm. So they'll have can things you, can such you as... you elaborate on that? Yeah, though. yeah, I'm yeah. I want
0: to get what you mean. I do so to get there'll be
2: things mean. like the drums and then the guitar, which are the same kind of thing throughout. It will have the same rhythm. And then in different parts of the song, they'll have a fucking siren in there. Then they'll hmm. have a synth noise. Then they'll have fucking drums. And so like there's parts of the song that are so similar, but then go through it and then there's every there's no similar parts to it.
0: Do you know what I mean? I do know what he means, yeah. Because like, you can cut it, the a, song up. It's a consistent sound throughout, but yeah. it's never the same. Yeah,
2: like, if you cut this song into three pieces, there'll be consistent parts in all three, but none, all three of the parts won't be the same. Yeah.
0: And, th- and those changes happen so rapidly as well. Yeah. Like, most songs, I'll be listening to the intro, and the intro will be, like, 40 seconds of, like, stuff happening, and then it comes in, but then 20 seconds after that, it's like, we're changing yeah. again. So you're yeah. constantly on edge, like waiting for the next transition mm. to happen.
1: Yeah. So for me again, still love this tune because I've liked every tune so yeah. far. Um, the, the punk energy, that key Flint gives this is incredible. Yeah. Um, just and, serial uh,
0: thriller, serial killer.
1: Just uh, add to what emotion I was feeling or how I was feeling when I was listening to this track. And I was like, I swear I'm on the run from police. That's the thing. That I that. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: yeah, I, I feel like I'm just like going to punch right. some stuff up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll move on to track number six, Mindfields, featured on the Matrix, first Matrix film soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Which I looked at that soundtrack, by the way. That soundtrack, Banks. Really? at all the songs on there. Yeah, what so you've you got at, like, Rage, the Rage Against, Against Machine, the Machine as well. Yeah. Marilyn Manson, uh oh, Hass, Ramstein. Shit. Do I bro like that, that? soundtrack to the original Matrix. I've never seen Matrix. Around. Okay, say no more. Say Sorry. No more. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this one started off a bit more calm. So, yeah. so a lot of the songs have come in like straight in your face, like going crazy. And this yeah. one's got more of a calm build up. I love the like Eastern influence. Simp.
2: I wrote that. Yeah.
0: Like it just reminded me of being like in a temple somewhere, you know. And like
2: I wrote, it was very Oriental.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's mm. like the drums are just mad. Like the drums, just when they come in after you've had that like yeah. little symphony bit, I'm just like, I "Fucking hell, what's going on?" And you got that wobbly bass in the background as well. So yeah. that's something you get a lot in like modern electronic music. Mm. I'm not sure how much that was used back then, but yeah, it was like like a bit of a dubstepy like bass in the background. Yeah. It's just again, it just sounds so clean and meticulous how it's put together. It's every element comes in at the exact right time, and I don't get how he does it. It's just like the tracks don't change; they develop. Yeah, it's always like adding and adding and adding. And also, when it gets to the end breakdown, like the last minute, yeah, where it just goes mental because it's it's a bit more calm than some of the other songs. But yeah, that, the thing about
1: man. this song is it's it spent the, its entire time just building.
0: Yeah, and it's a bit um, more atmospheric, this one. It's more... Um, yeah, more of it's a, a more vibe.
1: refrained, you know? Yeah,
0: until you get to the end when the drums just start going absolutely crazy and it's just like... One like, yeah. well, thing
1: about this track, is I didn't find there was like a big payoff to it. I felt like it, it really? stayed... Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I dislike the okay, track yeah, in yeah. any way here, right? Just so we're clear yeah. on that. Yeah, I know right? we're trying,
0: we're clutching at straws basically. Yeah, yeah I, I mean,
1: know. like I'm I'm trying to find criticisms. That's all yeah, I'm doing yeah. here. Right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, there was like no massive payoff on this song, but mm. it, it kept intense throughout and then built the intenseness. Yeah. Um.
2: So for me, it was, it was good enough anyway. Yeah, it was like manner. an incline instead of like just a yeah. bang and then. Yeah yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It wasn't
1: like a it wasn't like a loop de loop or it wasn't like a, yeah. a stealth. You know. It, it, was, was, just, it just was just like a gradual kill. build.
0: It
2: yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. It's that incline you've never got off. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. Dylan? Um,
2: I don't have anything else to say really what about it. It's just, just yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> Good song. <laughs>
0: right. Solid. So, track number seven, Narayan. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Narayan, okay, I'm going to give you a little, little information here. Please, Narayan I need it. is basically Lord Vishnu. Of the uh, Hindu, the supreme god in uh, Hindu religion, right? Okay. Christian Mills, who features on this song, singer on this song, mm. is a Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Yeah. Okay. And the chanting at the end is also a common Hindu phrase meaning I bow to the divine. Okay. So the, yeah. yeah. okay, that's that's all Hindu. Mm. And yeah. to me, I'm gonna say it this is one of my favourite songs on this album. Oh, okay even though even though you got smack my bitch up and breathe and firestar they're just absolutely this, intense absolutely. crazy this track, i love this song this is this is, track pro- was this is nine minutes of madness nine minutes yeah this yeah. Song is nine minutes long and I, I just wrote epic yeah it starts off beautiful piano melody at the beginning right. you know you know one beautiful. i, I want to say you something feel like you're in that. space yeah no, oh. I wrote. I'm in a trance, like from the beginning to the end. But yeah, you've got tribal sounding drums. So this is like a complete switch up from what you've heard before with the drums. It's yeah, so when darker in your yeah. face and like incredibly loud with a lot of hi hat. Whereas this song is like more, more like what you said before, like with like bongo drums and yeah, it's like darker. I love the singing in this song. His yeah. voice is like butter. Soothing, over soothing. Yeah it's, it's completely different to what Flint's been doing and like Max in reality where it's yeah. Shania and now suddenly you've got this guy like serenading you or you've got Harry Krishna serenading <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, it's very atmospheric and mm-hmm. it, it builds and changes perfectly. I love yeah. how it goes into the chanting section and then when it comes back to the beginning it's it's the same, but it's different. You've got yeah. different elements in there. Uh, yeah, man, this this song right. is just I, genuinely beautiful. I'm not yeah. gonna lie
1: to you, right? This song is a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, the, purely because, like, I started right and I felt like I was in space with those little piano keys or whatever. It yeah, was. and then I was, and then I was like the opening guitar build. I was like, oh shit. Then the drum beat start kicking in, and you're like, fuck mm. you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, say I catching some of the lyrics as well. I was feeling mm. that. Um, and then I, so I started by saying I, I, for this song, I felt like I was in a situation where I only had five minutes left to live. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah and it then, sounds like there's like a catastrophic event about to happen. And, you know? and then yeah. as the
1: track goes on, you reach like five, six minutes. Right. Mm. I, I spaced the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking I'm sitting there mm. and I was just like I sort of lost myself In the music for a second mm. I was just like Completely lost in the sounds That were going on around me Right I felt like I had Five minutes left to live And then someone put me In a spaceship And threw me out into yeah. space Right yeah. And then I was dwelling there For eternity That's, that's how that song Made me feel That was the most Nine minutes per Worth of music I've ever listened mm. to like, I
0: just say uh, to any of our viewers, okay, we may sound pretentious and like, oh, we were in space or we got lost this, in the no, music. right? Trust, listen to this song. Headphones
2: Headphones on,
1: listen trust. to this. Quality headphones on. Yeah, Not some yeah. like cheap Samsung knockoff. like.
2: Oh, shit. Um. Anyway. <laughs> uh... So
1: Dylan,
3: no, uh,
2: any, any other thoughts? I can, the only thing I can add to what you guys have said is that in the beginning, it, it sounded like an ominous... Horror movie kind of made into like a a techno soundtrack. That's that's the first minute and a half of this, and then Mm. after that, you kind of just sit in there, just like almost dribbling. (laughs) You know, that that's all I had. Honestly, I I'm I didn't know what to write about this.
0: Right, I will say okay because this this sort of harkens back to their earlier sound as well a bit because it's more more atmospheric and. Less of the punk stuff, but their first album, Experience, has a very similar song on it, which is twelve minutes long, 12 called minutes. "Weather Experience." Okay, and I'd, I'd urge you to listen to that as well. I mean, just okay. listen to all of Prodigy's albums. But yeah, yeah, if you like this song, and you like an epic, incredibly long song like this, listen to "Weather Experience" as well. Okay, because cool. that, that slaps, right? Right now, so, <laughs> right. <laughs> Firestar. I mean, going from that eight, song eight songs in, song. yeah. So we're eight songs in, and we get to the first single, which I appreciate because yeah. it's tempting to just chuck your first single on first track. Have those yeah. three like singles on the beginning, but no, you have to listen to the rest of it. You get to, you've got a nine-minute song, you've got to get through before you listen to their first single, which mm. I yeah. kind of love. It just shows their their confidence, I guess, and I mean. What is there to say about Firestar that hasn't already been said? Mm. It's just iconic, yeah. everyone knows this song. everyone in the u k has heard this song at one point.
1: It's just a classic
0: it's a classic, yeah it like classic is thrown around, but you can't argue with this yeah. again, you've just got it's an aggressive punk song, but with blaring simps, It's that drums, rave
1: techno sound as well though yeah, it? just... rave
0: techno sirens just the, this song especially there there's sirens just constantly you're just yeah. on high alert <laughs> it, aren't you it sounds like you're in a war Honestly. zone like you feel like you're being assaulted by Keith Flint but in are. a good way
2: yeah it's literally an assault but like it's, it it it's just good to listen to like you're you're listening to like the scratchy synth guitar and then the fucking drums are punching you in the nose and yeah. like it's it's really just fuck it, it goes hard. That's what I wrote. It goes just hard. From,
0: yeah, from start to finish, just goes hard. I literally wrote that. <laughs> yeah. <way. laughs> Keith Flint on this song's very Sex Pistols like vibe as well. Mm. Especially his vocals, he really reminded me of like Johnny Rotten. Yeah. Deliver stuff. I mean, obviously he's he's inspired by punk anyway. Yeah. uh This this song as well was number one for three weeks in the UK. Yeah. So it's like makes sense. Nineteen ninety-seven, you had like. All of these boy bands like take that and shit it's like it. that. And then this just comes along and it's just like no. Just we're shits ball all ball. Over to
1: yeah. Put it in perspective. Do you think a song like this could ever get to number one ever again? Uh, uh oh, no. I'm not sure. No. Not sure, I, I I don't I don't think so. Absolutely it's, not. It's
0: so this I mean, this album in general is just so groundbreaking. You've mm. you've not heard an album like this before. No. It's genuinely I just like something completely different yeah and this song like when as i said before like this must have pissed off so many people when they saw the video of keith flint and they're just like it's just in your face and i love people who just like stand by what they're saying you know they're like no yeah cute. you this is who we are deal with it you know
2: the one thing i did say it's iconic yeah one thing i did say about this is that this wasn't like my favorite song on the album. I thought I was going to be controversial there but no it's it's a no, solid song. That. It is a solid, mm. don't get me wrong. Solid. But yeah, not the not the best song on the album but still fucking that that says a lot about the album if this is Yeah,
0: I mean exactly, yeah. yeah. If your first single and like one of the biggest songs of all time especially in this genre. Yeah. It's like if that's not the best song on your album,
2: then <laughs> you're
0: doing a good job.
2: Yeah you're doing something right
0: anything to add brad or should we move on to climatize i've
1: I've said what i need to say yeah
0: so track number nine climatize again Oh
2: yes i want to
0: one of my favorites i just love this so much i want to speak atmospheric beautiful floaty i'm like floating in space just like drifting away from my problems you know
1: I uh, just uh, just to throw my description in there. Uh, I said it felt like I was in another car chase, but this
2: time in a jungle. Fair.
0: Yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, I, a, like,
2: I, I feel north. that Um, I I would like to be controversial here. Yeah. And so I'll write you down exactly what I wrote. OK,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'll read out. You're
0: sorry. right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll read yeah, out exactly yeah. what I wrote down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I said for the first minute and a half. I didn't know where it was going and I didn't like it. But then... Wait, the... <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, so when the bass drop come in and you was just like, no, I'm not for you. No, this. no, no.
2: Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh. I said the first minute and a half, I didn't know where it was going and I didn't like it. But then the bass kicks in, then layered on the drums, then a xylophone. And then yeah. somehow it's just a solid fucking instrumental where it just fucking takes you on a ride. Mm-hmm. And then, and then yeah. the last thing I said is, I don't know how they can make such random noises layered together and sound so mm. good. Oh yeah, no, nowhere would you put a fucking like drum and bass drum with a xylophone.
0: Yeah, and there's like tribal percussion. And, yeah, uh, they like a blaring synths, but it's like a relaxing part, but it works. And you just... Yeah,
2: that's what I mean. So the first minute, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Mm. And then it got to two minutes when they started layering stuff on every couple of seconds. And I was mm. like, fuck, I've, I've just been gone, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say what I think about this song because, yeah, as mm. I said, this, this is one of my favourites again. Yeah. Because I, I love the atmospheric, like, drum and bassy sound. Yeah. Uh, it's just like... it. Also, it samples the Who. Did you, did you hear the Who sounding guitar in the build-up? So about nah, a minute I... in, there's the guitar sound that comes in, like the back and forth. And yeah. I was like, that reminds me of like old the... 70s rock. Looking up is so... and they sampled the hoot. The,
1: the thing up. is though, like, he, he staggered the guitars and then looped them. I mean it's yeah, it's... yeah. It's like it's not <laughs>
0: it's not like taken straight away. He's made Yeah, it'll
1: be though. hard to know that. Like yeah.
0: yeah. And also, right, when the bass riff comes in. With Unbelievable. the and the drums, like you said, all I wrote was may yeah we're about, mate. We're about seven eight just mate, yeah. like oh damn, and uh, this is the only fully instrumental track on the album as yeah. well. So mm. every other one's had some 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 sort vocals of in it. Yeah, but this is I just said with this, it's like it has such a weight behind it. It feels like it's building to something epic. Yeah, it's like the soundtrack to the apocalypse or something, you know. That's amazing. Just, I love it that. It just keeps going. And I, I described it, this is probably really pretentious, but it's a soundscape. It's just like, it's just it's just amazing, right? There's no yeah. other word for it. It's, yeah, just, you know, uh, it feels like I'm floating above myself, looking at myself, listening to it. And just Damn. to add
1: to that, I mean, the, this at this point, I mean, we've only got one track left at the album to go. Yeah. But mm. I've just had so much admiration for the production and mixing on this
0: impeccable like there's mm. nothing you can say about the production or sequencing or like mixing any of it you mm. know right cool. so final song yes now
2: i've got some to me. To say.
0: okay right uh, firstly this is a cover okay so this probably uh, makes more sense um, okay Because this is a cover of l7 who was a all-female like punk rock uh, grunge band Okay. From the nineties. Okay. So obviously Liam Howlett was a fan and he wanted to cover it with Flint. Yeah. I listened to the original song and it's very, very similar. So mm-hmm. he essentially took a punk song and added a bit well, of a, hold on an a industrial second. my question like, my electronic question is,
1: element. Right, is that did the original song have an organ in it?
0: That... <laughs> no. no, it didn't. Right? Because right. that blew go.
1: my fucking mind. I was just like, "How can you get an organ in this, <laughs> bro?" And that's what exactly what I've written.
0: Is this is to me the worst song in the album? But mm-hmm. it's still Banks. This yeah. is a nine out of ten. Okay, <laughs> but it's the worst song in the album. Yeah. I mean, I'm like just giving away my review, but obviously, <laughs> I mean, we've been gushing over every song, so it's not really yeah. a surprise. Uh, immediately the drums and guitar riff are just in your face. and Honestly. Very Obviously it makes sense because it's a punk song.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, the distorted vocals work really well in the chorus, but during the verses, it was very difficult to understand what he was actually saying, mm. I feel like. Mm. Not that that's a, a deal breaker, but it's a bit drowned out. It's not quite as good as Firestar or Breathe. Similar yeah. to what I said about Serial Thriller, I feel like they perfected the sound... In the other of songs. That, yeah. So to me, like, you, I love this song either way. And I'm not like, get rid of it off the album. But yeah. you've got to choose a, a worse You've got one to choose a worse one. Yeah. It's just like that. But it, it gets you pumped up. Like, 100%. you're just listening to it. And I'm just like, I want to run a marathon or just like, punch someone, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but 100%. someone, someone please answer me. Who's that? There was this, put an organ in there. that Bro, bro the like, I'm not even sick. joking you. I love that blew the organ. my the mind.
3: The-
0: Bro, that's like... Just like, right, we got this punk song. We're gonna chuck oh. some electric organ in there. I was just like, who does this? Honestly, no. Oh, bad, are you saying
3: no, that's no, bad? No, no,
1: no, you
0: yeah, saying yeah. no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no? No, I'm, I'm, saying. <laughs> I'm saying it's like Genius. stupid how someone could think of this yeah, and make honestly. it work.
0: I was Bro, just... the organ was my favorite bit. Just <laughs> do, 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 do. and it's like
2: I literally wrote. How has man-made an organ work in this song? <laughs> like. Honestly, who what kind of how does a person's mind work where they hear that song and go, Do you know what? Let's slap an organ in here and yes. it'll bang. It's, it's gonna bang with an organ, you know. Yeah. Honestly, I mean
0: listen, people throw around the word genius too much. Howley is a genius. There, there's no way around there's it. There's
2: no doubt about it.
0: Like what you I... can do with instruments and like just like a laptop or a synthesizer or whatever. I don't he know. He was not using a laptop. It. He, I don't this '97. Yeah, this know, is '97. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I if you gave
2: yeah. me a MacBook and GarageBand, I would not be able to even attempt to make one of these songs.
0: That's why it's even yeah, more gotta, impressive. to consider it. he's yeah.
1: He's got to be using 90 cents to be able to do this.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah, like, and you've got it's... like people today in 2020 with everything at their disposal. And they, they made the same them.
2: thing over and over again. It's yeah. every song. That is in the charts the exact same thing over and over, just rehashed. Mm. Mm. This is yeah, that's, the most this, that's why it's right. so impressive. One thing I will say about this is this is the most different thing I've ever heard. The most experimental mm. piece of art I've ever experienced, I'd say. Mm. That kind of gave well, my my thing yeah, away. I mean it's,
0: it's not it's not experimental. It's for, just that's it's fair. just different. It's like it's this own thing. You can't even yeah. really put in a genre.
2: Yeah, I didn't know. Just, uh, that was one of the questions the I wanted to ask. I was yeah. going to ask, what is their genre? But I don't. I feel like after listening to this, the genre is no. <laughs> That's yeah, it.
0: Because, because the other big beat people from the time, as I said, like Fatboy Slim, Chemical yeah. Brothers, even then, like they're making very good songs. But this is something else. This is yeah. something entirely mm. new. Mm. And you can't replicate this sound. It takes all the
1: pioneers of around that time, like Basement Jacks or anything like that. I mean, it's yeah, they don't don't come close to this.
0: It's not the same. It's like you have those specific albums in history that change the sound. You know, you've got like obviously grunge, you had Nirvana. I know they didn't start grunge, but when Mm. they released like that album, they changed that sound to something new, and then everyone sort of follows Trent. This album is just, like, 97. Who was making shit like this? No it's one. mad.
2: There we right, go. So,
0: I mean, we're already <laughs> on Final Thoughts, pretty much. Anyone got anything yeah. else to say about Fuel My Fire?
2: Nope. Not really. That's it.
0: People like you just Fuel My Fire. I mean, there just that <sighs> phrase. Phew. You just have that in your head, and it genuinely pumps you up. It's, like, oh, so motivational. I've just had
1: Breathe With Me stuck in my head all day.
0: <laughs> I've had, like... I've had, like, different songs stuck in my head. That's the thing as well. Like, yeah. Everything's catchy, but you never get it's sick of it. It's
1: just that bass line of breathe with me. Dum, 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 dum,
0: dum, Yeah. Dum. <laughs> right. Let's, let's go to final thoughts then. I'll start with you, Dylan. Let's, yeah. Let's go with just your final thoughts on your rating.
2: Final thoughts overall, just probably one of the better albums I've ever listened to. I don't listen to albums mm. often because I don't mm-hmm. have that attention span, but this entire thing just caught my attention i didn't have to yeah. break out. i've listened to this like three times this album in the last few mm-hmm. days solid solid album i am gonna give it an 8.5 out of 10 solid up there up there yeah. all right
1: no classic iconic uh pioneering mm-hmm. there's nothing really more i can say about that i mean yeah i i, I, I think they just bang so uh because I, I don't like to throw tens around, I'm gonna say hmm. nine. Because okay, yeah, nine. I, I like nine, all nine right. out you, of ten. You that's two are being obviously, cautious. Obviously, that's still a ridiculously good rating. Yeah, yeah.
0: Fair enough. Uh, no, that's fair enough. I'm I'm not gonna be uh, coy about my rating. Yeah. To me, this is one of the best albums of all time. In this genre, it is the best album of all time. Mm, Yeah. Like in terms of just electronic music, whatever you want to call it, all of Mm. this. This is the most iconic and best album there is. Uh just even like 10 songs, it's the perfect length. They all transition into each other. There's not a bad song on this album. Uh also, like I we grew up with it, so I was thinking maybe we're just a bit nostalgic and maybe Dylan and outside perspective would, mm. would change his mind a bit. Mm. But no, this album holds mm. up. It it's holds easy. up. It's
2: I just didn't good. know it was 97.
0: If this was released last week, it would still bank. Yeah. That, it's yeah. a timeless album, 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah. This Ten. album to me is almost perfect. Almost. Literally, like as close to perfect as you can get. But I'm going to cool. give it a 10. It's that, like on on the, on the sliding scale of like if it was out of a hundred, it would be like a ninety eight. It'd be like a ninety yeah, eight. Yeah, 98,
2: you know? I but it's understandable, man.
0: It's a ten to me. I just, almost flawless. Yeah. Cool. Right. So this That's is this fun. is our this is our episode of rating things and actually being really. Well really, uh, all round. Yeah, positive yeah. about things for a change.
2: Yeah, unlike like and hat. Week. <laughs> oh, <Right>. no. <laughs> so, oh, what's that mean? Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm scared. Have you got a question for us, Brad? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a cheeky little
1: question. Yeah. yeah. All right, okay. Okay, now, what is the best biscuit?
0: Oh, oh right this is Stop controversial we've had we've this. we've had this debate <laughs>
2: multiple times <laughs>
0: right uh it depends right you've got yeah. two things you've got biscuit on its own or mm. dipping okay because i like to dip in my coffee right mm. so if i'm gonna uh... be dipping can't go wrong with a hobnob
2: okay um, straight
0: up hobnob or a ginger nut like a ginger nut yeah, if we're talking standard biscuit without a drink, yeah, then you got to look at bourbons, custard creams, okay, or what are those um foxes? The, like, yeah, foxes. Yeah, like, I knew you were going to say the that. The circle ones, ones with the cream in the, the middle.
2: Yeah, the one. crunchy ones. Yeah, I yeah, also yeah.
0: had a chocolate caramel hobnob. Oh, that is elite. Okay. Here. okay, okay. All
2: right. Um, for me, I am not a dipper i am anti-dip mm. in fact
0: i'd say <laughs> anti-dip
2: i am okay i'm anti-dip but my favorite biscuit of all time now i'm not saying like all right it's shortbread biscuit right but good nah, shortbread go. no 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 <laughs> We've had this good before. shortbread i'm not talking <laughs> sainsbury's basic shortbread i'm talking good scottish all butter we're shortbread. talking
1: we're talking grandma's made scottish shortbread honestly no, no, no it's too shortbread
2: dry. is not dry I'm sorry. That if is, you have, is. if you have good it's shortbread, it's got that it's silky. buttery biscuit base. You, know? biscuit
0: you need to base. have a glass of milk <laughs> after that. He needs some no. milk.
2: <laughs> you got shortbread, right? Shortbread is up there, and I will not take any <laughs> any abuse. Okay, right. not having any slander on oh. my shortbread. Shortbread's up there, okay. right? Oh, Brad? No. Brad,
1: yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm pretty basic when it comes to biscuits. Oh, I mean, no. I love a custard cream, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's but like, as Adam was saying, was with the dipping, though. I mean, like, mm. you can't go wrong with a digestive if you've got a bit of milk with you.
0: But... No, I disagree. 100%. Uh, digestive you... is horrible. It's what? Whoa! Mad. It's not horrible. Uh, bro. Bro, what, you you did that, and then zero point two seconds later, it's already in the bottom of the cup because it just no, because you've obviously
1: it. soaked it in too much. Obviously, no, nah,
0: digestive is wank. No, digestive. Shut your mouth, bro. Honestly, hey. this slander from Adam right now, <laughs> and we were agreeing up to this point. This, stuff <laughs> this is the most we've ever argued. It's like, oh, <laughs> and it's all about digestives, are, decent, <laughs> well, uh,
1: digestives are the OG
2: biscuits. They are. They are.
0: Put some um, chocolate on there. Chocolate digestive. Chocolate talking, digestive, but, is
2: good. Yeah, yeah, not argue with digestive. a chocolate yeah. digestive. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah.
0: But mm. but just dipping a normal digestive. Nah, that's not for me. Nah, dipping in brother.
2: general. People who dip are
1: just. Also, just just mm. just a quick Shut question. <laughs> how do we how do we feel on the old malted milks? You know, like malted nah, milk. So overrated. No, no, oh, they're, they're good. good. They're good, man. Nah, they're, they're good. good. People always Any like mold, to hate on them, but... It's, it's good. like
0: baby biscuit. Like... Nah, exactly. It's still rusks. Still you it's So good, Bro, rusks are banging. I you know what you're talking up. about. Oh, yeah, you used to eat rusks straight out of the bag when you was living <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sharp. Stop exposing me like this. For
3: fuck's
0: sake. All
2: right, yeah. All <laughs> right. Oh,
0: so, guys. next week, uh, we are going to be recommending... Things. What am I, <laughs>
1: I, just, I? just recommend. He got thrown <laughs> so, off of by the Just fucking
0: I was thinking. I was thinking about them rants. Okay. My album choice. Right. 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 It's my same. film choice.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, right. So right. my film well, choice I, next week. Okay. It's... So we've had a very positive episode. We've yeah. Been
2: gushing over the album.
0: What are you doing? and. And nah, we been doing? uh we really enjoyed nah, the film. Where yeah. is this going? And no Dead. country for old men was Where's quite a slow, intelligent, oh, thoughtful no. drama. Okay. I'm not this right now. I want to talk scared. about no a superhero film. Oh no, oh. no, no. <laughs> that I've not, that not, not seen yet. No, Please, that I have not seen okay. yet. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But okay. is mm. very notorious. Okay. Mm. And I basically want to know how bad is it. I want to talk about Green Lantern. I called it. Right. I called it. <laughs> yes, right. Adam, Yes. I I want to finally oh. see Green mm. Lantern. And this is see weird. What it's like, <laughs> I want
1: to experience this film.
0: No, yeah. last night or the night before, I was
2: literally saying I'm gonna watch Green Lantern in the next few days. That no is way. fucking,
0: bro. It's I'm it so came excited. up on Prime. And it came like, up on Prime for we me need as to well. to talk
2: about this. Yeah.
0: I don't and none of us have fucking... seen it,
2: have we? I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. Oh, I've, I've not seen okay.
0: it. Oh, okay. That should be interesting. <laughs> um... I
2: can't Fred, wait. I'm... I can't wait. I'm
0: Fred. <laughs> what, is your, what is your album next week?
1: The album we will be listening to is okay. uh, Sam Fender's Hypersonic Missiles.
2: Okay. okay. I've heard I, of this guy. I've I seen his posters know everywhere.
1: Is, so... So, okay.
2: Uh... Fair enough. This guy uh, I like will a...
1: ask... I will ask that you guys yeah. please do some listening into the lyrics. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, even if it's just like pulling up the lyric screen as you're listening to the song. Like okay. okay.
0: And I will say, pay attention to the script in Greenland because there's <laughs> subtle, <laughs> oh, subtle, no, dis- no. subtle nuances up. they're trying to Shut hint up. at. Right. No. Okay. So, tune, oh my God, I'm so excited to hear us have a a mental breakdown. I can't wait. Fight each other. Because yeah. I'm not used to us agreeing on things. This uh, is going to be
2: a great episode.
0: Yeah. I right, thanks a lot, then, guys. I'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.